There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. It is Friday, March 10th, 2023, and Joe Biden is still the president of the United States, the most incompetent president, as well as a illegal regime in the United States. And we are beginning to see the effects that elections matter. My and name it, is Jim Price. Oh, yeah, and, and we're here with Jim Price. I, I'm sorry. I got, so, I, I got, sometimes I, I have to force right myself now. into the conversation here. Hey, hey, I'm here over here, Josh. I, We've only been Jim talking Price. off air for 10 minutes, and all of a sudden the music goes on. Hey, my name's Josh. Not my I, was, I was getting there. I was getting okay. there. Oh, all sure, right. sure. It's Friday, man. Come on, I get it. You're you're a little slow today. You're thinking of the weekend and shoveling snow, so good job. I, I'm not, you. actually. I, I'm thinking of what? my bank accounts. And I'm mm. thinking about what's happening right now in the economic world that nobody seems to know anything about that economists and people like Dr. Kirk Elliott have been warning about for a very long time. Today we saw the first the first uh, boulder thrown over the side. Right. All right? And for people who have not saw this or thinking that it doesn't affect them, okay – Mm-hmm. That if you go to Drudge Report, tech bank on the brick brink, regulators shut it down, run fear, contagion alarm. Now, what we're talking about here is yesterday it was reported that all, every single bank, there's 28 banks, uh, were upside down. Okay? Right. And today, one of those banks, SIVB, it's their stock number, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, collapsed. Collapse. This oh. is the 18th largest bank in the United States with 212 billion in assets, of which 120 billion are securities. Right. And there's variations how these securities are held. 57 billion are held to maturity. HTM mortgage-backed securities. Another are 10.5 billion are CMO, um, which are different. And then there's 26 billion which are available for sale. Mm-hmm. All right. And and basically just look at this as its balance sheet, right? It's like, hey, these are our assets. And uh the available for sale ass- assets are like immediate. Uh the ten point five billion um are kind of like later on, and then fifty seven uh billion are held to maturity, which are unsellable assets. So this was reorganized after the two thousand nine financial collapse of how banks can actually report these things. Um and the thing is, in 2009, they didn't see a situation in where the economy would have forced inflation, right, where the Federal Reserve would have to go out there and raise interest rates incredibly high. So they allowed mm-hmm. banks to really do this. And what we're seeing right now are the ramifications of a unseen scenario coming about because of the raising interest rates. OK, right. these banks assets are becoming debt they're they're going underwater and really for silicon valley bank is it didn't show up until third quarter of last year 
when they realized there was a problem. And they started restructuring debt and trying to do a few things, but that didn't last. Basically what happened is people started pulling their money out of the bank, uh, which hurts the bank really bad. And it's a really complex scenario of what's ha happening between the available for sale assets and the held for maturity assets. Um, but isn't this like a completely unforced error? I mean, in reality, they it's like they they purposely set this up to fail to reset their world to maintain their control because really we were we, we have the ability to balance out and maintain mm -hmm. an economy without inflation and all this other manipulation. But they do this purposely to do this cycle of things, and we're what ten years late on this one, aren't we? Like, we're, didn't they say it was supposed to yeah. happen to yeah. really happen during uh, Obama's years or whatever? But yeah, we're ten years late on this whole real crash. But they're doing it on purpose. This is not well, like, oh, it's out of control. We just can't help. It's ourselves. not necessarily that this is on purpose. But it is something that's suspected to happen, and I think that they wanted this to happen. So in English, for what they're saying here, the bank had a lot of fixed assets, the, the treasury bonds. Uh, this exposure right. that was underwater and carrying an unrealized loss. And having concluded that rates will keep rising, the bank decided to restructure its assets and flip its portfolio from a fixed rate one to a short-term one where the losses are realized earlier. The transition has caused the bank billions. And here's the thing. is when you see the thing about contagion warning, what that means right. is this is the top 18th largest bank in the country. Right. Okay? They are not the only one. You might notice some of the names that I'm about to tell you. Um, how about Bank of America? Wells Fargo. Right. State Street, which is one of the largest investment firms out there, every single one of them, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan Chase, every single one of them are in the same exact situation, except their quarterly profits have not or their quarterly revenue has not been reported to the point where they're showing this catastrophic loss yet. Um, oh, this is this is bad. So think about it. So other banks are doing um, uh, aren't doing much better. Bank of America's unrealized loss represents 43% of its combined total equity. State Street, 27%. Wells Fargo, 25%. Bank Corps, 24%. And so on. And it, it gets worse. The uh, Remember back when they had the bu uh, real estate bubble that supposedly popped and everybody – all their assets got re or reassigned? And I love how they use reassign, but basically devalued to the point where someone's who balance sheet was was fine one day. The next day, they have to come up with thirty percent equity, or the, they're going to foreclose on their loans. So the debt, so the bank transferred their debt onto people, and then closed all those loans down and allowed the the FDIC to come in and, and help bail them out then. But where I don't, there's no safety net now because we've kind of screwed off our value of the American dollar. I mean, where, where do we go? What well do we go to if the well we're going to is already polluted? Does that make sense? Like we're seeing a difference. Like they got away with it in 2009 to transfer debt over to the people, and they took it on the chin. I don't think this time – or was it two, yeah, 2009? Um, no, it was earlier than that. Was it? Yeah, it was 2009. Um, but that's what the difference. I mean I think that we, we see the situation where there's no bailout for the bailout because the, F, you know, the uh, FDIC, which – is supposedly the Treasury Department, but which is the Federal Reserve, 
they're letting this free fall occur, and they know what they're doing because they want to come back out on the other side, creating a whole new currency. We we kill our debtors by – or we get rid of our debt by killing our debtors, and it's going to kill the economy. Well, this type of scenario – so by the way, for anybody who's wondering who uh, Silicon Valley Bank is, this is a venture capital bank. So this provides money to start up businesses, large financial institutions. They just happen to be one of the banks that uh, had funded Silvergate Capital, which – collapsed last week um whose bank accounts do they hold well silicon valley (laughs) the billionaires the millionaires yes that's that's who does business with these guys um you have to understand when bank like that collapses this is going to trickle downhill and banks what they'll do to protect themselves is they will secure their assets do you know jim what one of the number one assets of a bank is it's it's their well I would say it's their debts right whether their loans with loan to value no it it's your money it's the oh, depositors oh, oh, yeah, yeah. money and yeah, so your your cash sorry here's the thing is a bank owns your money until you take it out and I'm not trying to cause a run on the banks I, please the no no other banks are collapsing as the, as, as of right now. <laughs> But what I am going to urge... Josh doesn't want his name attached to it. Hey, man. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my face. Well, this is, this is what I'm going to say. So yeah. on, Sunday, on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evenings, we do mm-hmm. Red Pill Preppers on socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com is a private social network I own. Um, you can go check it out. It's free to join. There's also subscriptions if you want to support Jim and I and, and all that stuff. But on Sunday, we do a free um, Zoom meeting where everybody can join. And we have presenters that come in and talk about prepping and, and farming and homesteading and all these different things. One thing I'm going to urge you is if you can get on that meeting, go ahead and get on that meeting. Go over to socialredpill.com and join. Um, mm-hmm. If you can't, listen to – heed my words – Whatever you can afford in cash to take out and just put under the mattress, do it. Okay? Yeah. Whatever you can afford to take out in cash and put under the mattress, do it. All right? Yeah. Um, the second part, have supplies. Have water, food, three months' worth of food for each individual in your home. Every time that you go to the grocery store, if you're on a tight budget, every time you go to the grocery store, buy non-perishable food items. If you can afford $5, buy $5 of canned goods. If you can afford $10, buy $10 of canned goods. If you have nowhere to store it, clean out a closet and start piling it up against the wall. If you can buy gold and silver, do it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Give them a call. 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. And I guarantee you their phones are blowing up right now. Because if the banks collapse, what happens to gold and silver? Skyrockets. Okay, Again. we're going to talk about this some more. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv 
slash Patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash Patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Where's that money, you silly, stupid old fool? Where's that money? You realize what this means? It means bankruptcy and scandal and prison. That's what it means. One of us is going to jail. Well, it's not going to be me. All right. So, this is, uh, (laughs) you know, if you're going about your everyday life, you're like, yeah, this doesn't affect me, man. It it does. It absolutely, 100% does. Your government has been lying to you. Like, today, Right. right now, I'm looking at this right now. Record number of Americans employed. In February, 160,315,000 Americans employed. No, there's not. Good good job, guys. (laughs) Good job. You guys are are killing it. Listen, go back to July of 2022 when the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out and said that Joe Biden created one million new jobs. We're well, like, Yay, he's great like good that. Good Joe Biden. Yay. Yeah, he's a he, neat guy. You want to know the funny thing is? Is he still What's comes it? out and says that we, we created one million jobs, right? Well, yeah. the 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 Pennsylvania Federal Reserve Bank came out in November and said, hey, th- these numbers don't look right. <laughs> nice. And they went into the Bureau of Labor Statistics numbers and they came out That's and said, called um, dementia math. 
Um, hey, you guys didn't actually create one million new jobs. You're off by nine hundred and ninety thousand. You gotta, you gotta carry the zero, so yeah. you know. Uh, you move the decimal point, and then, wow, what they a, created what a mess. ten thousand jobs. And you want to know what those ten thousand jobs were? What's that? McDonald's, Burger King, no. grocery Mickey stores, days. part-time jobs. They're not, hmm. they're not good-paying jobs. This is right. the illusion. So it, it, your government's lying wait, to you. One million, that, wait, one million and 10%. That's not even 1%, is it? Or is it 1%? They were off by 99%? Is that they right? They were off. Yeah, they were off by 99%. <laughs> it's not even like weatherman ratios. The weatherman's <laughs> at least accurate 32% of the time. It's going to rain sometime. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, tomorrow. You know, between between tomorrow out. and the end of the year, you're going to see yeah. some rain. <laughs> There's going to be the stuff in the sky. There's going to be things on the ground. Things are changing. Tomorrow's different than today. Plan on it. All right. So that's wow. But but let's talk about <laughs> let let's talk about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the seriousness of this. Now, I I say three things are pertinent here. Now, we can say, okay, have cash, have cash, have cash. Yes, yes, have some cash. Um, but if the dollar collapses, if let's say the banks start to collapse and people do a run on the banks and your money gets locked up by these banks and you can't get it out and you have some cash. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when the economic war speeds up and they dump the dollar onto the global markets during the bank collapse, which hyperinflates the dollar and crashes the value of the dollar and its buying power goes to basically zero. And let's say you have $1,000 of cash. And then all of a sudden, Jim, you go to the grocery store and a can of corn is $990. I guess I'm only getting one can of corn. (laughs) That's right. And that's exactly what happened to Venezuela. Yep. Overnight. And it started very similar to this. Okay. So what did the people in Venezuela do? Well, guess what? The people who had gold, silver, and the C word, Jim. The C word. Uh, do you know what the C word is? C word. Crypto. To cur- how do you say crypto? It's, it's a Chinese Crip- word, Yeah, cryptocurrency. Yeah, there it, you go. Yeah. And cryptocurrency is into one too well right now. But guess what? Oh, yeah. If this does happen, it's going to skyrocket. And so – right. And people are like, but what if I lose electricity? Then you lose electricity. It's going to be there when it comes back up, right? Yeah. Well, it's silver, gold, and brass to cover your butt. You can use the other word if you'd like. But uh, we're on the FCC regulations here, so we can't say that. But, um, no, that's – guys, it's real. Um, and I – well, Josh, remember before the show, before you forgot that I was here um, when we started the show? I won't let you forget that, by the way. Um, that we were talking about, like we're on the we're on the very tip top of the roller coaster. We're seeing that, you know, the front car is starting to, you know, kind of pushing over the top. I'm like, <laughs> hey, ah, I want off, man. I don't want to. I don't want to ride this ride because this is going to get really wild here in a minute. Mom, and, I don't uh, want to be on this ride anymore. I, I'm just kidding. This is I'm just scary. kidding. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding, like, ma. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, I, I think I want to do something different all of a sudden, you know, but not be here, right? And then that's that part where you think, I really got to go to the bathroom suddenly. I really need to do something other than what I'm doing now. And the sad part of it is, guys, we've been talking about this. I mean, Josh, seriously, me and you, uh, we, we've talked about this off air. We've talked about it on the shows. 
I mean, it's been a couple of years, and we really can't believe how long it lasted. But here's where the, I think the difference is. The faith, the faith of the American people really has been shaken between the abuse of the FBI, the J6 stuff, um, the different uh, – you know, with the medical stuff. Think about all the Pfizer stuff coming out right now with Fauci and the Twitter files. And I mean think about how much truth is really banging the airwaves right now. That the, that the other side can't hold back. I mean, and so we haven't really had this like perfect storm, right? Of of everything kind of coming together at the same time. So we got, you know, uh, you know, all these different people are coming up. The the queen died. The I mean, think about how much is happening in this moment. To say that you know we've been talking about this for a couple of years, but everything really is happening all at the same time. It is. And this is exactly – if anybody has been listening to me for any amount of time, I said what we have coming. I've been saying this since November – October, November 2020. We have a firestorm event inbound. Okay? Mm-hmm. And part of this was economic collapse. And now we are beginning to see all the warning signs mm-hmm. that confirm exactly what I've been saying. And yeah, we're not and how are they going to spin easy. this off? It's Friday. See, it's Friday. It's a low news day. It's a low news day, Josh. We're, we're we're missing the point here. They're putting this out, trying to hope that they can soft land this over the weekend and figure it out before the public really gets a hold of it. I mean, I bet you that's what the. I mean, that's why it's Friday. They didn't do it on a Monday. I mean, they could have just as easily gone into the Silicon Bank uh, on Monday as today, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's trashed. It's trashed. It doesn't matter. But they, they, I mean, that's why they do it on a weekend, so they, they don't get the run on the banks, right? Because then people aren't paying attention. Well, that, they always do it on a Friday, right? They always do it on a Friday. So you're not going to see like Wells Fargo and Chase Morgan and J.P. Morgan Chase and all these other banks collapsing on a Monday. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen on a Friday. Scheduling, huh? <laughs> so, so let's talk about what people should be thinking about right now. Yes, sir. Is I don't want you driving down like to your local bank and being like, give me my money. Right. Josh told me a lot. A lot of these banks. So go back to 1929. Right. Right. Now, the smaller banks borrow money from the bigger banks. The bigger banks borrow money from the central banks. Okay. And so when Mm -hmm. you have the central bank in crises, the bigger banks go in crises of which the smaller banks go in crises of which they all have debt to each other up a ladder. So when the central bank's like, "Uh uh-oh, we're in trouble, the large banks go, okay, we got to seize our assets. Their assets are the smaller banks below them. Um, So what you want to do is you want to bank with a bank that is completely independent from big banks. They are – usually they are community-owned banks or shareholder-owned banks. Um, Credit unions are a good example of this. They're they're banks that basically – have no affiliation whatsoever with larger banks to borrow money, which means that their debt is all in-house, okay? Mm -hmm. These are the ones that will be safe. Not saying they're going to be completely safe because I don't know what their asset sheets look like. But (laughs) so if you're like like with a a local bank and this bank is not borrowing money from the larger banks and, you know, the mortgages are ran in-house and funded through deposits and they're not underwater and they're not taking money out from the central banks, then you're probably okay. All right? Oh, yeah. But that bank will easily shut down um, 
withdraws the moment all the other banks begin collapsing because they don't want to collapse themselves. And, and that's really how it happened in 1929 is people got word that the banks were going to go under and people mm-hmm. started making a run on the banks and pulling their deposit outs. When that happened, those banks, the larger banks above them, <coughs> excuse me, started calling in the assets so basically the banking instruments, any debts right. that those smaller banks had, uh, the larger banks are like, hey, you've got to pay off those loans. We, we need those loans now. They're like, well, we can't pay you them. All our deposits just left. And so what they did is they went in there and they swept up and they grabbed all these banks and took them under ownership. And then those banks collapsed and then they just consolidated. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in 1929. Um, right. But people suffered from it uh, and people weren't able to get their money out. There's actually uh, the banks get to fail and like they just accumulate each other and they absorb each other. But like if you fail, Josh, your neighbor's not coming over and like, hey, man, I got you. Here's here's a little bit of accumulation. Right. I'm going to let you come in over here. Right. Yeah. Focus Club. Yeah. Right. I don't know. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with more Dark Delight Show. Right this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. So I, I was just explaining this to Jim, and I want people yep. to start seeing this trend line that I've been talking about for a while now. Um, if you go back a few months, I think it was November we were talking about this, is you had the disposable income numbers come out. And it was the largest mm-hmm. decline since 1934. It was $1 trillion decline. In disposable income. Now, what is disposable income? It's money left over after your bills are paid. Now, what this could signify is that people have less money left after paying their bills, which means they have no disposable income. Um, it could mean that um, people are no longer keeping their money in banks. <laughs> okay, yeah. so there's a lot of different things that this can mean. Um, right now, we're getting the indication. I'm going to kind of show you this pathway of what this really does mean. So $1 trillion removed from the uh, disposable income. This is just in the United States of America. This is a substantial amount of money, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Number one is there's also reports later, uh, later in the year last year that um, people have $0 in their savings account are living paycheck to paycheck. This is a first indication why there's uh, a massive decrease in disposable income. If people are living paycheck to paycheck, that means that their paychecks are just covering their bills. Now, is this because the price of things are too high or is it only because that people are directly depositing their money into their bank just enough to cover their bills? Right. Which brings a problem for the banks. Now, the banks just last month, a lot of the banks said that they were going to increase the savings rate to bring people's money back in the savings accounts by increasing the 3 to 6% for uh, um, certificates of deposits and in, in, in savings accounts. This is an indication to me that people have money. 
They're just not putting it with banks. And one of the main reasons that they were doing this with increasing the savings rate, firstly, they should have done this when interest rates started to climb because what this does is it restricts the, the cash flow in the markets. When you want to pull money out of the markets, you want to bring it back into the banks. Um, this is going to decrease inflation much, much faster. But the banks mm-hmm. didn't do this. It's almost like they created the scenario on purpose. But the banks said specifically that people are seeking alternative sources of investment, that they're taking their money and they're putting it into like real estate um, investments. They're putting it into art. They're putting it into crypto where they're getting better returns and they're going to get traditionally with a bank or a savings account, mm-hmm. which means that they're not putting their money in the bank. Now, SIVB, okay, Silicon Valley Bank, they're collapsing because their deposits decreased significantly, $128 billion over the last few months. Why? Because people are no longer putting their money in the bank as a saving, as an asset, because there was no growth in it because interest rates are so high. <clears throat> this is why they're calling this a bank contagion. Because it wasn't only Silicon Valley Bank that this was occurring in. This was almost all of the major 28 banks. When I say 28 banks, so you have to understand there's various different structures of how banks work. You have the Central Bank of the United States of America, which is the Federal Reserve Bank. Um, and then there's 12 board members, which are basically representative member banks. And then you have these other representative member banks like J.P. Morgan, Chase. Uh, you have Wells Fargo. You have all these other banks. And they basically are what we call large financial institutions. They borrow from the Federal Reserve. This is where that that Fed rate comes into play. This is where that 6% Fed rate that we're seeing, the increasing interest rate, comes in. Mm-hmm. The Federal Reserve loans money out to the large financial institutions at that interest rate. That's expensive money. Then those banks, they have banks underneath them that borrow money from them. And they add a profit margin on, so now let's say 7.4%. And they loan money out to those smaller banks. Well, those smaller banks, they're the ones that loan money out to businesses. And that money is going to get lent out at like 8 to 9%. So that's what causes inflation is because the cost to borrow money to go out there and buy raw materials or resources or ship products from here to there and those big mm-hmm. transactions cost so much money that the price of the products actually goes up and then the, process, the cost of doing business goes up. So... Those banks in that chain are what we are talking about here. If we're talking about small community-owned individual banks that have no connection or affiliation with these central banks or these Federal Reserve banks, they're not borrowing money from Wells Fargo or from a larger financial institution, you have nothing to worry about. Um, I would be concerned a little bit, and I would go in there, and I'd still have the cash, and I would still talk to that bank to make sure – that their asset balance sheets are good and that their financial statements are good and that they're not underground on their debt. But for the most part, you have really nothing to worry about. And this is a good, safe bet um, that you're in good hands. And, and I'm actually going down the street to talk to one of my banks today to make sure that they're not one of those banks so I can open up a bank account specifically. Um, right. But for the majority of Americans who bank with these 28 different banks, this is going to be catastrophic. What does that mean? It means that People are going to start hedging the dollar. What is the best hedge in the world for the dollar, Jim? Mm, Gotta tell me. Come on, they're shiny. Oh, the the, your gold and silver. Gold and silver. Gold and silver. And I want to add in there crypto because what we saw during Venezuela's collapse 
is that they still had electricity. None of the utility companies, the utility companies didn't some, all of a sudden go, okay, no money, we're turning everything off, you know? Like, they still had electricity. They still had computers. Right. And so merchants were accepting Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And so this became really easy that you could go to somebody who had cryptocurrency. You could give them an ounce of gold and they would send you $2,000 worth of Bitcoin. Then you could use that Bitcoin from your phone to go out there. You could pay your phone bill. You could go out there and you could buy food. And the Bitcoin was in – Yeah, the Bitcoin was in a real money term. So they might have been paying a million Venezuelan dollars for a loaf of bread, but they were only paying $3 in actuality with Bitcoin. Get ready, well, guys. This, the, Inbound. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, – so uh, one thing I looked at while you were, we were talking off air is that I looked at the the uh, savings per family on the usdebtclock.org. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to see like a red light, <laughs> most all the columns in the usdebtclock.org are red now. But I looked in the in – the, it has a little way back button there. You can look back at the time machine. And just two years ago – we were at $5,500 savings per family. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but a lot of people have zero. Some people have a lot. And you average it all out per what they call per family. It's for, it was $5,500 just two years ago. Now it is $4,500. So it's lost 20%. We, were, we have 20% less money in our savings account right now uh, just as a savings, much less whatever you have in your account or whatever you're doing to, to pay your daily lives. But in the savings accounts, that's all is there, and uh, it's you look at that, and that's kind of really insurmountable. Um, our GDP is one hundred and twenty-one, basically one hundred and twenty percent over, so we're upside down on our GDP by twenty percent. There's just a lot of indicators that doesn't make you feel really warm and fuzzy. But it's Friday. Mm-hmm. We got to do something positive for the last fifteen minutes, Josh. We got to we got to pull it out of the ditch, man. You gotta pull it I'm out of the ditch, huh? Uh, yeah, we've we've we definitely stuck it down to the axles or up to the uh, bottom of the bed. So okay, okay, uh, okay. We're gonna have to. Let's stop talking about money. Let Let's go through the news and let's see what oh. else is going on in the world. Well, that's not uh, gonna be any better. The news is <laughs> gonna be bad, as bad as the. Uh, but, uh, Joe Biden fell up the stairs again, and uh, well, no, know. no, no. San Francisco, San Francisco, has uh-huh. been labeled. The fifth healthiest city in America. The top five places for wellness, according to the experts, where San Francisco what? ranks number one. I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I was so. attributing this to was that um, it says that uh, – and listen to the write-up and I'm going to explain it. San Franciscans spend about the third highest amount on fitness, beauty, and wellness – on average, $331 each month. More than half of the residents exercise 90 minutes or more per week, with the most popular workout being yoga. San Francisco also has a high percentage of residents, 55%, who get seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Um, oh. And the number of non-smokers. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, yep, 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 you know, homeless people that they have massive amounts of walk Is around it- usually more than 90 minutes a day. Um, they're, uh-huh. they're probably doing yoga in those tent camps that they well, have. Well, they're laying flat. You know, they're doing a lot of lay flat on hard surfaces. Yeah, I get that yoga thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But but it has one of the highest rates of homelessness and drug abuse in the uh-huh. country. By the way, Silicon Valley Bank is where? San Francisco. Yeah. I was there in 2015 when we were doing the run for the national championship in rugby. And I was disappointed. You know, I always had this – when I was a kid, I'd been there, 
And when I was there in 2015, I was like, like, wow, this place sucks. Um, and it was bad then. I can't imagine. And that's now what, seven years ago, mm-hmm. eight years ago. Ooh, it's yeah. I was disappointed back then. But anyway, that's. I don't know. Um, and here's the thing, Josh. The biggest thing in that whole thing with homelessness, homelessness uh, suicide rates, uh, collapse of you know society in general is the fathers not being in the home and a God-centered home. We know that statistically, you know, uh, 80% of all uh, mass shooters were on antidepressants and also 80% were from a, a single mother home. Uh, there's too many statistics that are right in front of our face to show us that the fathers in the home create a better world and a better economy. Which goes back to the statement of, you know, hard times make, you know, hard men and soft times make soft men. And uh, we obviously have a bunch of soft doughboys right now that need to stand up and be, be masculine, be men, uh, whatever, that, whatever that version is for you. That's right. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. <laughs> and we're yeah, I think it's about... the Dark to Dark show. I don't, I don't, we got to get to the light part here at the end. Like, oh, I don't know. I get it. I know what we're doing. But it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's a, yeah, it's. Well, in good news, 
in good news. Okay, good news. All right. Oh, you got my uh, attention now. All right, I'm listening. Congress, Congress, or McCarthy has came <laughs> this is, out. This is, you're not starting well here. Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's good news, and then you say Congress right after it. That doesn't... Well, uh... McCarthy has authorized the release of all January 6th video. Okay. That's good news. To everybody? Yep, yep, to everybody. Americans will be able to see now. Um, in, in other news... Congress voted 419 to zero to unclassify all the information pertaining to the origins of COVID-19. That's my nice of them. Give us our big bucket of freedom there, guys. Here, welcome to to America. Here's a big bucket of freedom. We're just going to go ahead and let you see the truth. Unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) I said that this was going to happen days ago. Uh I said that. The whole lab leak theory coming out of a China lab is mm-hmm. not real. It's garbage. Uh-oh. This is a, an attack on China to basically bring about sanctions on China to allow mm-hmm. other countries to go out there and begin suing China when the U.S. releases. Remember, remember when um, a few weeks ago U.S. said, China, if you side with Russia on this Ukraine thing, we're going to release intelligence. This was the intelligence because this intelligence basically uh, allows every country of the world to sue China, who's already upside down financially. Okay, yeah, which means that they wouldn't be able to support Russia. Well, here's He's the thing: the one that I- you did it, the China over China did it. They're the bad people. Look over there as the house is burning down. I <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. So this whole release of this information to me is sketchy. And very timely, uh, very, very timely, timely very sketchy. Um, and it seems like uh, it's a trap, right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I don't know why that was so funny, but it was it's the fish dude from Star Wars. <laughs> it's a trap, it's a trap. Oh, we're all, I mean, yeah, but it is, and we're all going down with it. But you are. know what? Here, here's the thing, Josh. Now think about this. We say we're going down, but we, me and you, uh, you and I, uh, you and I, uh, the you uh, there's, there's me the country you. song. No but the idea that us. we're preparing for it, where we're talking about this, because we're having this conversation, you're normalizing bad information so that you actually prepare for it differently than those that are surprised, right? You're not waking up on the roller coaster like some people are going to. They're like, oh, how did I get on here? You know, they, like, you know, they, well, yeah, well, we, we gave you a little bit of Bill Cosby before you got on the train and, and now you're awake halfway through it. Um, a lot of us are already ready. We're preparing for it. We know there's a big hill, right? So there's, a, I mean, people think of it like, well, that wasn't as bad as, you know, Josh was telling me it was going to be bad, but I didn't notice that. Like, it was, yeah, a couple little things. But when your mind normalizes it and you talk about it, it gets gets you prepared and you are a different person through the whole thing. <sighs> That's mm-hmm. right, Jim. The time is yeah. now. Our yeah, forces yeah. combine to save planet Earth. Oh, that's so uh, is that like a, is that Power Rangers thing or something? I don't know. I, don't know. I was thinking like uh, <laughs> Captain Planet or something. Cap, you all right, all right. I'm not going to talk about Captain Planet. I, I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't let my kids. I was like, turn that off. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no, it's uh, it's good that we're adjusting to it now. We're having the conversation allows us to soft land a lot of this, and yeah. uh, we won't be so surprised. So yeah, it, I don't know. It, it's coming. It's happening. 
And you just got to prepare yourself. And, and you know what? Stay in good spirits. So like, if the world's knocked back to, you know, uh, 200 years, is that really a bad thing? Like, yeah. seriously? Is that really a bad it's, thing? It's not. I think it's great. Uh, you know, I've been I've been thinking about this, and I don't know. You know, I, I'm going to be 52 here in a month or so. And mm-hmm. I know I talk about my age because I didn't think I would – I mean, I 52. I don't feel it. Uh, 102, I'll, I'll bet on that, but no, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm feeling really great, but I think about like an open fire, like one of those fireplaces, like the one that like goes to the floor and like you could almost like walk into. Mm-hmm. It's just like a fireplace or even just a little cabin stove. And I've really thought about lately that, you know, having just a little cabin stove, just, you know, little chunks of wood, like, you know, we're not bringing in a 30-foot oak tree to burn down, but it's, you know, just little pieces of wood to sit there and watch that fire at night. And the amount of satisfaction that that brings, I think we've, I think we've missed the synergy or the, the um, what do you call it, uh, meditation of that, right? Mm-hmm. Enjoying that time. And uh, we've raced past so many things. We got synthetic or, you know, the ones that do the little fake, <laughs> little fake. Like, you know what? What if we had really all had fireplaces again? Well, oh, that would be so great, be wouldn't it? Yeah. Remember the old wood stoves? Like, I remember my grandma, uh, we would go out, we we're harvesting wheat, and she would actually, you know, she'd, we'd go out, get a couple chickens, you know, do the old uh, execution, dip them in the hot water, pull the feathers, and then we'd go start harvesting, and then we'd have fresh chicken at lunch. And mm. she did it on a wood stove in Greece. And I'm going to tell you what, folks, I have yet to reproduce the flavor and the amazing moment that was to have a chicken you just you just you know harvested yourself cooked on a wood stove in a pan of cast iron grease it was amazing now i may have been desperately hungry because i was harvesting wheat in a combine with an open Jim, cab but it was cooked in crisco you know it was just, yeah. just admit it oh you it got was me. crisco no, yeah, yeah yeah submarine grease is not my ideal cooking <laughs> substance so you guys you guys got to do your own research on that one. Hey, hey, I used to do the country crock on a bucket of, you know, I'd get a thing of noodles in high school. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I'd big old scoop of country crock and, you know, a little garlic and salt and pepper and, you know, because you just eat anything back then. And I'm thinking about, how am I even alive? Isn't that I mean, crazy I that we it. used to eat anything uh, back then? Anything, yeah, anything. Like, you know, literally, I'd eat a 12-pack of tacos at Taco Bell in high school. Mm-hmm. I was a shift manager in, in my senior year. And, uh, you know, you ate for free. I'd do a 12-pack of tacos and just plow through those like it was nothing. But I think it was – that was I think they had real – well, we did have real meat back then because we cooked everything in-house mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s and 90s. We had the ham- – we did the hamburger. We did a hot – you know, you did the pressure cooker with the beans. You put the scoop of lo- – actually, okay, get this. Back in the 80s when I was a shift manager at Taco Bell, that you know, we used lard. We had a scoop of lard we put in the pressure cooker to pressure cook the beans. We did all that in house. We had a guy who fried the taco shells and, and tostada, tostada shells and all that stuff. That was a real thing, and we don't do that anymore. We we've raced so far away. Everything's you know boiling bag and you know dehydrated this and that. And it's like man, I mean back then. But yeah, I'd eat a twelve pack of tacos and not think about it back then. Yep. I eat like two, and I'm like, man, I got to take a nap. <laughs> I'm gotta go lay down. <laughs> I'm <am> exhausted. <laughs> I ate two tacos. All right. But, uh, go ahead. What's up? 
Yeah, no. It, it, listen, so Jim and I are going to be on uh, American Media Periscope tonight. I host a show there called um, Unrestricted Truths DEFCON 5. Jim and I will be on there later on today with my co-host James Grunvig. Uh, discussing kind of the unfolding global conspiracy later on tonight. I have my show on redpills.tv. You can find all of our channels. I'm on my rumble and so forth called conversations on the fringe. Uh, topic is to be TBD. We don't know what we're going to talk about tonight, but it's going to be something fringy. It's going to be something other than politics, other than the economy. It's going to be something to take your mind off of all this stuff. So if you like talking <laughs> about the weird, the wacky, the unusual, UFOs, aliens, yeah. ancient civilizations, and spirituality and all that stuff. You can join us there on Conversations on the Fringe. That is every Friday night at uh, ten. Th- or it's, uh, yeah, it's at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when that's at. You can find that on our Rumble. You can find that on our Facebook. You can find that on uh, redpills.tv where it's all linked up. But, yeah, mm-hmm. man, uh, looking forward to talking to you here in a little while, Jim. And uh, we're yeah, going to see all these people, these good people. We're going to see you guys next week. And hopefully, hopefully, we don't right. see econ- financial economic collapse coming anytime soon. Keep the faith, folks. Head up. Right. Eyes up. Keep your head on the pivot. That's right. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. We'll see you guys.